it's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 Community Managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on Ordinary Money. And we're back for episode 29 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. I'm here with Angie Sparks. My name is Joseph Petrovic. Welcome back, Angie. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm splendid. We are on our way back to school soon. So school is almost in session. My wife's at work getting ready and the kids are dreading starting tomorrow. You know, I remember when my kids were really little, I hated summers. Oh my gosh, I hated them so much because I had to keep them entertained the whole time. And then, you know, the the first day of school, I was one that, you know, what was it, that Office Depot commercial where the parents are skipping through the aisles, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. That was 100% <laughs> me. I was so excited. And then when they got older, and homework was such a pain in the butt. And they had so much work they had to do. And it was like, oh, I just love summer. I, I was always so depressed when they were going back to school once they could take care of themselves. But I don't know. What about your wife? Is she excited to go back? No, she's <laughs> dreading it. Uh, you know, this is always a tough time of year for her. But, you know, she was able to work on a little bit of minimum spend as she worked her way into it. So an office supply to- store, too, probably. Uh, more like clothing and shopping. Ah, so okay. it wasn't as exciting, but at least she knocked out a, a new bonus on a card. That's so we'll good. get into that here shortly. We'll start out with the post of the week, which you flagged from Sean Andrew about casino and cruise offers. And I think that'll kind of tie in a little bit about how we put some of our tricks and tips all together when putting a trip together and making all of these fun things work in unison. So Tell us a little bit about Sean's post and some of the things that you thought were interesting. So one of the things a lot of people in this hobby do are casino matching things. And, you know, we talked about it previously that you could do the casino matching with Hyatt and MGM and stay there and get points and all those kinds of things and night credit. But one of the things that people do when they do these casino matching things is they can match them to cruises or in cruise lines because, you know, a lot of people go on cruises and they gamble because... You always have to watch through the casino. Anytime you are trying to get one place or another on a cruise ship, they always force you through a casino. And he has been able to take this matching and get, I don't know, I think he's got like five or six free cruises booked for next year for a fairly modest amount of gambling money that he's spent. That's the only thing that would really appeal to me about it is if I would be able to match it and get free cruises out of it because I do like to cruise, but I would have to get my husband to start traveling more to take advantage of those, which is why I haven't done it yet. No, it was something that I think is very interesting when you look at the whole uh, scope of things. And there are many blogs that I think Frequent Miler covers it pretty well in that you can do these different casino plays. And I think a lot of people overlook the opportunities at hand when they're they're just saying, hey, I want to get you know, into credit cards or I want to get airfare, this or that. And there are a lot of times where if you had status and it really, you know, we talk about this hamster wheel that used to exist and there are different ways to get to pieces and parts of it now. And it keeps getting broken, you know, now that Hyatt and MGM are breaking up or now that, you know, Caesars and MGM don't match to each other the same way they used to. So 
it's getting harder to do, but there are still ways to onboard yourself to these programs. And a lot of folks are able to just go out, get one of these matches to maybe it's a short term, few months, could be upwards of a year, could be Caesars Diamond status, could be one of the other casinos out in Atlantic City. I had a one that I did years ago. I, I wish I'd never, you know, I wish I'd been able to take advantage of it. I wish COVID had never hit us because it really killed my opportunity to do this Norwegian cruise that I flew all the way out to San Diego to take advantage of. There's this little casino out in the San Diego area called Barona. And they had basically could match your diamond or your gold status. And they just gave you a free cruise as part of that. No, so COVID really ended this program and uh, Barona never doesn't match this anymore over to Norwegian. But it was a free cruise opportunity that I flew out and I was looking forward to taking advantage of. But there are still many more like that out there today. So don't overlook your casino opportunities to casino match and use that towards other cruise opportunities. And with that, we'll kind of skip over news and enhanced offers. There's just one thing that I kind of want to bring up, and it's been in the news, and I'll get into a little bit more about why it kind of hit me in a kind of an, I don't know how to say, it's saddening. It's 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 terribly sad sad. that Maui, if you hadn't heard already, Maui caught fire on their uh, main street and pretty much burned down the whole, whole town of Lahaina. We, we opened a thread in the Award Travel 101 Facebook group really to check the news. I mean, we've got a lot of people who had trips booked or are asking questions, and we'll link back to that in the show notes so that you can just keep up to date with what's going on there. But it kind of hit me because I was trying to explain it to my son while we were traveling, and we'll talk about a little bit about our trip here with some of the tips and tricks in our main event. But I was telling him, because I was seeing all these pictures blow up on my feed. And and Maui was a really nice place for us. And how you spent some time there as well, Angie? We did. Really long time ago. Really long time ago. I think my son, like first grade and third grade. So it's been quite some time since we were there. But we did Maui and we did the Big Island. And we did a whale watching trip out of Lahaina. And we stayed up in Kanapali and we drove through Lahaina a couple times. And it's like, yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, I remember that place, even though it's been that long. And I I wanted to go back, not necessarily to Maui, just because I don't, I don't go back places. But it was, we had members in the group. And I think we had, I had, you know, Facebook friends that they were there on the island and they were posting pictures of what they could see from their hotel. And yeah. one guy asking is like, okay, I, I'm stuck. I can't get out of here for two more days. Anybody have any wild suggestions for someplace I can go stay with my family. And that really, really showed the importance of the community, of the award travel community, not just ours, but, you know, all the other different groups as well. People were throwing out all kinds of suggestions. Here, try this. What about this? Here, I've got it. You know, I've got it. I'm a globalist. Let me see if I can get you in somewhere. People trying to help him because he was there with his family. And, you know, you can see on the news that people stuck in the shelters. It was, it, it's awful. And I know, I know some people were upset that people were asking questions about, well, I've got a trip planned. Do I, do I go? And it was like, you know, some people were like, absolutely don't go. That's being incredibly selfish. 
And I can't believe you're asking that. Well, the thing is, if you've never been to Hawaii, first of all, you really don't have an idea how uh, truly how far away it is from the mainland until right. you've flown that five hours from California <laughs> to get there. So it's, you don't know that. And a lot of people, this is a big trip that you plan right. for, for, you know, for however long to take your family to and, you know, okay. We've been there. We know where Lahaina is compared to everything else it, and how much it is going to impact the rest of the island. But if you've never been there, you really don't know. And you kind of need to ask those questions. And eventually, yeah. you know, you're going to want to go back and support them with tourism, just like, you know, Puerto Rico when it got hit by hurricanes and just like Florida every time we get hit by hurricanes. But I look at Florida, which is attached to the mainland, and it's a state that's very familiar with hurricanes and whatnot. And there's still parts of it that are pretty still devastated from hurricanes from a year ago yeah. or a year and a half ago, even. No, we, we went in, into uh, Maui. It was the tail end of our very first uh, trip to Hawaii, which we was a big miles and points milestone for my family and me. And uh, when we visited, it was the most relaxing part of our trip. We started out with the Honolulu. We went to all around the island there. And then we finished off in Maui. We went up to Kapalua is where we stayed. And then, but we definitely visited Lahaina. We spent some time there. Went to the 150-year-old banyan tree, which is hopefully manages to survive. I know that they said it's still standing, but that it was severely damaged and, you know, took up an entire block. We had some pretty impressive family photos, you know, and pictures of the kids and all that kind of stuff. Just seeing the damage and knowing, you know, uh, I think the last death count I heard was like around 100 people and that it, you know, as they start being able to get into more that it could double or or more. So, you know, it's sad news, not something that, you know, I want to inundate the community with, but make sure that they're aware that, hey, there is stuff happening. The area is not always the easiest to get supplies to. And I, I've seen all the photos and stuff, too. When I even saw a United pilot, he was there on vacation. And when he was actually checking out as it was all starting to hit, he was at the airport when things started, you know, getting crazy, flights were getting canceled and all kinds of stuff was going on. And he kind of stepped up and said, Hey, put me on duty and, you know, I'll, I'll help get people off the island. So, oh, that's nice. you know, that was kind of a cool thing to see as well. So keep, keep an eye on that. This post will keep the link so that you can find the updates and what's going on. We'll move on to trip updates. So Angie, anything exciting or new? Nothing new whatsoever. I am five weeks out before we leave for Bali. And I think we've got everything's booked and planned. We're still hoping that a two-bedroom room will open up at the um, Alila in Ubud so that we don't each have to have our own room. But at this point, I have my own room, which made that won't be so bad. <laughs> but otherwise, nothing. Um, all of next year's trips, they're really kind of up in the air at the moment. We are, we're moving really quickly towards the, the downsizing thing. And every time I turn around, there's another expense that's hitting <laughs> and another expense that's hitting. And it's one of those, yeah, I might be able to fly to all these places for points and stay in hotels for points. But there's that whole, yeah, but when I get there, I want to do something and I want to go out to eat and I want to go do all the activities. And that takes real money. So yeah. 
It's kind of hard when I'm having to adult and I don't like it. (laughs) Get quite grumpy. How about you? What are you doing? I'm going to skip my trip update (laughs) because most of it is going to go into our main feature. And but that leads nicely into with all this adulting that you're having to do is to talk about what bonuses we got. Oh, cheaper. So because of that, I'm really close to that finishing up that $8,000 spend on the Chase Sync business preferred. I've got about $500 left and it will get that 100,000 points. That'll be nice. I'm holding off on opening anything new at the moment because I'm about two months out from when property taxes are going to have to be paid. And if we have to do any of these big repairs, I have some offers for a business gold that is an elevated offer as well as maybe another business platinum card. (laughs) Too many of those, but they're big enough spends. This is the kind of, that's when I get those giant cards, but I am closing a few. I just closed my Chase Quest card today. I did a post about it in the group, kind of my process for when I have a card coming up for renewal. And this is one of those, I got it when we had to get a new roof a couple of years ago, and I strictly got it for the signup bonus. And last year when the annual fee posted, I tried to, you know, I was going to close it and I, what the heck, hey, you have a retention offer for me because Chase doesn't do retention offers, but I'll be darned. They did. And they gave me enough of a credit that that combined with the credit that's on the card itself. I made money on the card last year, but I don't need it. I'm already at the, I'm maxed with what Chase is going to give me. So I transferred that credit line over to one of my other Chase cards. So that way, if I do want to open another card, I can easily say, oh, well, hey, move the credit line from the Bonvoy card on over to this new one. It's the same amount that you've extended to me all this time. So I've got that one being closed. I will be closing a business platinum card and probably a business gold card before the end of the year. So, but I'll probably open a couple more. (laughs) The cards are definitely uh, plenty of good bonuses out there to get there. Certainly no shortage of good offers to look at. And I wouldn't anticipate that we'll see any of them get much worse. You know, they're still they're still rolling out lots of good offers here. So I have a little bit of an update. Uh, a little over two weeks ago, I'd applied for the uh, Chase Inc. Business Preferred card, the CIBP. Which one? The one that earns points. That's a $95 yes. annual fee. And I had received the seven to 10 day notice, which is usually uh, goes along with a denial. But um, I got an email a few days later after putting in the application stating that they needed me to confirm that it was really me. I submitted the information that they were looking for. They sent me an email back and said, send the information to prove that you're really applying, which was the same thing that they just sent me. So I made a phone call and I said, hey, I'm trying to apply for this card. What's going on there? They said, your your driver's license got cut off. Uh, please reset. So ah. I did it again. And then I went and waited and waited and waited. And so I got a notice while I was out in Las Vegas last week that my card had been denied for a potential fraudulent application oh my being that even though I'd called twice and verified that I had indeed implied, I basically ended up having to call a third time. And I spoke to three different agents over the course of the phone call, which was, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes long in total. And I ultimately ended up with an approval, but just 
remember it's it's a process. They don't always get it right. They they thought somebody was applying fraudulently, and that was not the case. I did, in fact, apply for the card. I'd confirmed it many times, but somehow their system picked it up as if somebody else was applying. And I do use the, what do they call those things? The reconciliation phone? No, the, not the recon call. Yeah, it's a recon call. No, I use, I, I spoof my internet. I can't think of the name of that at the moment. VPN. Yes, I use a VPN. So I, I suspect that perhaps that threw in and I, I do change my address periodically just because sometimes they stop working. Sometimes the IP addresses don't work and I have to refresh it and change where it is. So maybe it saw that it's different location and was concerned. But ultimately, you can get it done. It may take some work. Took me five different agents, three different emails, and some moving around of some credit lines because Mm -hmm. this is my 16th Chase card. But I did get approved and it's not enough to finish out the minimum spending requirement in one shot, but I can do it over the second month and take care of it from there. So just know it is possible. Okay. What are you going to get next? I don't know. I'm thinking, I guess that kind of ties into some of the stuff we'll talk about putting all these tricks together because I have to decide I'm going to get executive platinum status again and whether that's going to be worth it. So Uh is it going to be another, is it going to be a city card that will deny me for? (laughs) Or will it be getting my player two, my wife's an ink card as well to to double dip on those chase points so you can get a nice chunk of points from that and we'll see there. I want to talk more about our main event, which is putting all our tricks together to make your trip more enjoyable. And it's not always about just flat out saving, but sometimes it's about expanding the experience that you're, you're getting to take part of. That, that may be like when we talk to Mike about the lounges, it may be upgrades or things like that. But I want to talk to you specifically about some of the favorite perks that make your travels better, what you enjoy most about all the benefits, because I was kind of adding up everything I did. And, you know, I've talked many times on the podcast about doing this trip, this father-son trip with my my son and how he's on this spectrum and traveling with him. We were really kind of concerned about what this was going to be like. And my wife and daughter took their own trip. They came down your way into Indian shores and they didn't use quite as many of the the perks and things that we did, but there still was a whole bunch of things that we were able to put together. And I'm not going to say we still didn't spend some money as a result <laughs> of all this, but the the total value of the, the different little perks, whether it was miles and points, whether it was a credit card perk for clear, whether it was lounge access, all these things we're almost almost $4,000 worth of different benefits between miles points. Of course, the travel was the biggest portion of that. But then, you know, a lot of things that we earned as well. So I want to start with you and see what some of your favorite tricks are with putting these trips together. And, you know, we always look at these programs and we talk about, oh, this card does this. But once you start having a nice, robust portfolio of cards, you have a lot of things at your disposal. Mm-hmm. So I like to use my airline incidental credit on my Amex Platinum cards. 
both business and personal, since I have quite a few of those. I don't have status on airlines, but I'm tall. So I will buy a ticket, you know, just a cheap economy class ticket. And then I will use those airline incidental credits to buy extended legroom seats. I've got airline incidental credits all across my Amex cards. I've got it on the Ritz card. I've got it on two Hilton Amex cards. So I have quite a few. So I don't think I've sat in a regular economy class seat other than flying on Southwest and forever. So I like that. That's just one of those that makes my experience a whole lot better. And I'm not spending a gazillion points to fly, you know, a domestic flight. I have both the Chase Sapphire Reserve and a Ritz card that have the priority pass benefit that includes restaurants. And we have a really nice priority pass restaurant here at TPA. I tried to get my wife and daughter to go there and they wouldn't go. They wouldn't do it. One one of the dings against our airport, and I love my airport because it is, first of all, it's 15 minutes from my house. I can leave and be there and get their security in just a heartbeat. But it's a hub and spoke airport. So every one of the different concourses has, you have to go through security. I've got TSA pre. It's just, and we don't even have clear at our airport because it's just not that busy. So TSA pre, it's five minutes and I'm through there. And what you have to do now, because you have to scan your boarding pass to be able to get through to get out to the concourse, is you just go to the information desk and say, hey, I want to go to Mise en Place. And they're like, here you go. And they just hand you something you can scan to go through the thing. So you know, when it first started, I would I could just walk right on to the monorail to get out to the concourse. And I remember having a security one of the TSA guys look at me and goes, wait a minute, because this isn't your this isn't your concourse. <laughs> I said, Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go eat right there. And the restaurant's right behind security. And he looks at me and goes, Is there really any restaurant that's worth going through security twice? And I'm like the free one. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it's free. I'm like $28 for me and $28 for him. And I put it at my husband. He's like, oh, then maybe okay <laughs> so i take advantage of that i've not done it on arrival because usually when i land again i'm 15 minutes from home as we land i call and i tell whoever's at home i'm like i just landed come pick me up and they leave the house then and by the time i'm finished taxiing and get through the monorail and downstairs they're there picking me up i love to use the free night certificates that my hotel credit cards offer me i've used those for beach trips. I've used them to piggyback on top of business trips that my husband has for really expensive places. So I get a really nice free hotel night. Gosh, I mean, there's just, there, there's a host of them. You can just, just keep adding them up. And, you know, obviously, of course, the points and the miles and whatnot. I'm looking at your list that you have here and, and see what else you have. Lounge access anytime I fly somewhere. Yes. If I can get into it. Got TSA. I've got global entry. Yeah, for my family, uh, with the global entry and TSA pre-check, those card benefits, I, I got both um, my son and daughter this year global entry along with their, when I uh, got their passports, we got everything submitted. We did global entry on arrival on our trip back from Mexico and they were both immediately approved. So oh, they nice. both, both of their cards have already come in. So that was like, you know, with all the platinum business platinum cards. And I know it's on a couple of other cards. It's on the Southwest uh, performance business card. There are so many cards that aren't going to cost you $700. I mean, the performance rapid rewards performance business card. We used that for our trip. I, for, I forgot to even add that into the uh, list of benefits that I, I had got. I mean, I, I got over a hundred dollars worth of benefits on that card alone on this trip. 
and I had never intended to use it. It was a back for a backup flight, but you know, I was able to buy priority boarding with it. So, you know, when we had that change that I'll talk about again as we get to it, you know, that was something nice to be able to just say, Hey, I'm not having to worry about because I didn't even check in for the flight. I wasn't anticipating being on. Oh, it. no. So I was like, uh, I checked in like 27. <laughs> And we were able to buy right in in the app. So unlike oh, where you used to have to yeah. go to the, the desk to take care of it. So, you know, there are all these different cards and some of them we we do what it's called sock drawer them. You know, that we, yeah. we hold them for when we need them for the specific things that we have them for. A lot of people have um, platinum cards, not because they intend to ever spend on the card, but to have the lounge access, to have some of the benefits. And then once in a while to be able to use some of those, I used a, an FHR benefit. So that was another thing. You know, I brought up the platinum card, even though I didn't put the spend on that card, I brought it just in case I needed to. So, you know, there's a lot of things that you can really save. If you're looking to how it applies to you, look at your cards and look at the benefits that come with them because that's why we get these cards. We don't get them just for the sign-up bonuses. We right. get them to enhance our experiences. And this is what I loved about your post. And again, we'll link that in there. Is you, you and I kind of tend to follow the same path. While we both get lots of bonuses on cards, and I think I'm, I don't know, I've signed up for a dozen cards or more this year. I don't know where you're at so far this year, but uh, I've signed up for a fair amount of cards. And I think we had a member actually said, well, where, where are all these people getting all these pony? Right. They're just doing all this stuff. And there are some shady things people do. There's no questions. You know, a lot of those people got hammered by Chase in the past few weeks uh, mm -hmm. for some of their shady activities and, uh, and how they were playing a game that's basically something where you were funding something and then receiving a refund for a check. And it's a an altered form of manufactured spend. So you're generating spend that's not really spent to just to generate points. And there are different things, and I'm not going to get into everybody's place. You get into the hobby and you learn that. You find your own your own lane and people to get into that with. But you know, when you're you're doing some of these things, you and I we get these cards and we kind of look at them long-term and there are some cards that I've, I've had long-term and I'm like, okay, well I can get another one. Now I don't need that one. So now I'll ditch it. And uh, that was, you know, my business platinum. I'd had it for like five, six years. And because it, it did, it offered the value for me. But when I got a second one, I was like, I'm not going to use this for anything other than the bonus. So I can get rid of the one that I didn't, that I've had for a long time. So Find those things that work for you and, you know, definitely make sure that they're going to add up for you. Anything else? Well, we had somebody else too. I think there was another post fairly recently that somebody said, okay, I just got my shiny new Amex Platinum card. Now what? <laughs> what do I do? And it's like what you said. It's like, okay, create your online account. Now go on that online account and look at the benefits. And every one of them, if it says enroll, enroll in it. Yeah. You never know. And this is the same thing. This this could be a tip of the week sometime too. You never know if you're going to use one of these benefits or the same thing like on hotel promotions. Yep. Enroll in them. Register for them. Because while you may not have plans right now to use that benefit, four months down the road, all of a sudden, you might do something. Well, if you never enrolled in it, you're probably not remembering four months down the road that that's something that you actually have as a perk on that card. 
And a lot of these things, it's like, yeah, you you have to tell Amex that you want that credit. You know, we talk about the sex credit all the time. Well, if you don't enroll in it, you don't get that credit back. Right. So go read it. Look at what it is. If it says enroll, do it. Yes. And with the incidental credit, you have to make sure that you're definitely choosing the airline you want to apply it to. Because if you don't choose that, it won't just decide, oh, hey, we're going to use this thing. You have to make sure that that if you're going to use it to pick economy plus seats on United, you're going to have to say, I need to to get, you know, United or you want to have to make sure that you're using all of these things. I can name off a few things that I think are valuable for members who have a platinum or business platinum card. You've got hotel status. It's not much, but you get Marriott Gold, you get yep. Hilton Gold. So you can do some things with those. There are times there are offers where you might be able to status match. And we talked about, you know, the cruise thing. But one of the biggest things I think that is going to be valuable for people is car rental status and being able to run out, pick out the car of your choice. You're not going to get the ratty old car and, and sold on all the insurance upgrade. Skip the line, go out to the lot, pick the best car available in that lot section. And you can get that with National. You can do that with matching over Marriott Gold. I know somebody who just did that recently. I had my wife do it through Hilton Gold. So she has National Executive Elite. You can get car rental status, pick out the cars. You know, I was in Las Vegas this weekend. I picked up two different cars and because I wasn't sure we were going to stay the entire time. You know, my son Mm -hmm. with his disability, I wasn't sure that four days was going to be. I thought it might be too hard on him. And I thought he was going to get bored after two days. We were going to have to go home. So I broke up my car rental into two rentals. And effectively, I had my choice of German cars, like SUVs. There was Audi, BMW, Mercedes, Volkswagen, whatever I wanted. And it's not, we're not talking Lamborghinis and Ferraris, Maseratis. Those are there. You can pay extra for them. But your CSR insurance won't cover this. Yeah, yeah. Anything <laughs> over $75,000, the CSR will not cover, but they're there. And you can actually take advantage of some of those. And you just drive right out. You pick the keys in the car and you drive right off the lot. And there you go. And they say, hey, do you want to pay pay for gas? No, I'll no. fill it up when I, and it'll come back full. So, you know, the, those little things, there's car rental stat. There's actually car rental status. You can get Hertz President Circle. I say award wallet just refreshed the article today. You can match any Hertz President Circle or national. If you have elite status with one, you can pretty much match them to all of them. Right. So if there's one that you want there. And then there's, again, like you said, all the credits. So whether it's the Uber credit, whether it's the Saks credit, whether it's the, the incidental airline incidental credit, there's a fine hotel and resorts or uh, hotel collection credit. So you have to understand how to use that. I used the fine hotel and resorts at Crockford's in Las Vegas for one night. I actually booked straight into a suite because the way the program works is that they will upgrade you to the next level if you're at the top, if it's available. So again, it's just like having status without actually having status. But I mean, the, the suite that I booked was $480. And that sounds like a lot of money at first. But then you say, well, there's a $200 credit. Right. So I'm booked straight into a suite for $280. 
And now not only that, but they'll give you early check-in if available. And I was able to check in a little bit early, but not as early as I was the last time I stayed there, but they will accommodate you as early as 10 a.m. So if you can get early check-in and late check-out, I did get late check-out. So I was 4 p.m. check-out with the fine hotel and resorts credit. There was a couple of dining credits. There was a $125 property credit as well as $66 for breakfast. So now we're talking about almost $200 in dining credits for a $280 room that they gave me extended checkout for early check-in for. And on top of that, not only that, they did upgrade my room. It oh, wasn't gosh. much of a, an upgrade because it was the same room type. It was just better room view, which you know you can debate whether that's actually really an upgrade or not. But as far as their what they're charging for it, it was $50 different. So, you know, it would have been $50 more to have that. So it was something I got there. Just a lot of little things from that. And you get the free Wi-Fi and all that. And I have to say that the it, the stay was, um, you know, is pretty impressive that you're able to do that off of a benefit. Effectively, if you want to look at it in a different manner, I've maybe spent, 50 to 100 bucks at the property right. all total when once you subtract all the credits that came with that particular booking. So you have to make sure you're using all of these particular things. And I think there are benefits people can find from these that they, they just have to look into and say, you know, I'm going to make sure I use these because if you're not, then what's the point of having the card? Right, right. And that's, what, that's why some, this, some of these cards, they aren't good for everybody. People that don't have Uber, you know, or Uber Eats as as an option for them, or they are never, ever going to buy anything from Saks. You know, if you can't take advantage of the credits, it's more of a, it's more of a benefits card. It's great. It's it's great for travel to be able to get you into lounges, the Centurion Lounge, the Sky Club. And I feel like we're doing an Amex commercial here. (laughs) Um, But if you can't use those particular credits, then that card isn't the one for you. And it's, it goes back to what we say, first of all, you know, it depends. That's our favorite yep. thing. But there is no one card for everybody because everybody's needs are different. Yeah. And with that, you know, there's so many things. Partner terms may may apply. May vary. <laughs> yeah. What is the exact? Yeah, I can't remember the exact wording. You, you just have to be careful with all these things. And again, it's just making sure you're using them. You know, I was able to, I mentioned I rented two cars and one of the other reasons I rented two cars was that National has a part of their loyalty program where you can earn free rental days. So every five (laughs) rentals. So I was actually hitting a free day on my second of the rentals. So rather than doing two, because the price was basically the same, I think there was maybe a five or $10 difference all total between the two, but I was able to pick up my free rental day because I did two reservations instead of one. So changing that mindset, you know, figuring out how, you know, Las Vegas airport is very easy in and out and it's very close to everything. So it's like 10 minutes away at, at, at the most from where we were staying. And so it was very easy to do. It, it actually accommodated what I needed to do if, if I had needed to leave early. And then it, I got bonus, you know, I get a free day and those bonus days, Where those free days are really the best is if you have a one-way rental because a round-trip rental, you can find pretty good rates. You know, you can find a decent rate on that, but one-way rentals tend to be expensive. And I I see these things 
where they often save about $110 a day for the type of rental that I do, which is the standard car that ends up in the executive aisle. So I picked up that. And then the other thing, part of my trip, and I know I had some people ask me about this, but you know, I have the flexibility. And this is the thing that I keep hitting on over and over and over. Why do I love miles and points? Sweet upgrades are awesome. Airline status and upgrades are awesome. You know, driving a, a Benz or a Beamer or something like that. That's really cool. But what's the best thing of all? And that's, to me, I don't know if for you if it's the same, but to me, being able to have the flexibility to change any of this. So I had seven different flights booked for this trip. Oh, gosh. Three, three flights to go somewhere on the day of because my wife and daughter were going down your way down to Indian Shores, Florida. And we had planned to go to Las Vegas. But my son, you know, he's had times in his past where he's like, well, I want to do this. And then he changes his mind. And, then, and we were really concerned that we weren't going to make it to Vegas. We were like, he's going to say he wants to go to Vegas all the way up till the day of. And then he's going to decide he wants to go with mom and sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to cause a real problem. So I had a flight to Tampa booked in addition to two flights to Las Vegas. Oh, gosh. I had back a flight because... I finally had a flight booked on Breeze. Breeze has is notorious for canceling flights. And I'm like, I if I don't make it, I have a bunch of things sitting there waiting to to be done. I cannot have my trip ruined by Breeze canceling a flight. So I had an AA flight booked as backup. I had two flights using AA miles booked on, you know, midway through our trip to leave Las Vegas and go to New York City. Because originally we were talking about, you know, I thought we were going to run out of things to do in Las Vegas. And it's like, you know what, we'll take them to New York City and go see, you know, all the big tall towers and and some of the sites and stuff there. But, you know, I was able to cancel those. And then, of course, the final day, you know, we get there. I'm bragging online. Hey, I got (laughs) upgraded as in, you know, both flights from Las Vegas to Dallas and Dallas to Cleveland and going touching the Dallas hub where nobody ever gets upgraded. And I'm, I'm upgraded on both of them. And morning of, get the notice about three hours before the flight. Hey, we're, you're, you're going to miss your connection. I'm like, why? It doesn't say in the email why I'm going to miss my connection. I call and thankfully, you know, again, status gets me right through. A two-minute wait, if that. And they put me on the line and the lady tried to help me find something. But she just, you know, it's too late in the day at that point. Mm-hmm. She could have gotten me home, but we wouldn't have been flying together. We wouldn't have been able to maintain first class or anything like that. And my son, he needs somebody. He's not well enough to be able to fly next to somebody on his own. There was no way I was breaking us up. And thankfully, I'd had Southwest uh, that I never canceled in the meantime. But now I had to go rush and check in. Because again, I didn't check in at the 24-hour mark since I never planned on taking it. And but again, that's why we have these credit card benefits. I, you know, had the Rapid Rewards Performance Business Card. I upgraded us with those upgraded boarding credits. We were uh, A13 and 14. And then on top of that, you know, it was has those Wi-Fi credits. Yeah. So I got us both Wi-Fi. He was able to play some games and keep distracted. And because he didn't like the fact that there was somebody sitting next to me, but I was like, hey, we're, we're fine. You're next to the window. You're next to me. We're, we're just, we're going to make this. It's nonstop. And then we're going to get to see mom and, and your sister. 
And of course, we got in right on time with Southwest. It, it worked out perfectly. It was a little bit long because we were definitely not as comfortable as we were with Breeze and or as we would have been with AA. But, you know, we end up home on time. They were booked 40 minutes behind us. We went to the Priority Pass Lounge and ate $112 worth of free Priority Pass food. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of food. Yeah, we actually ordered so much food that we had lunch, two lunches oh, after gosh. that to come home with us. So, oh, you know, it was the, I, I always will say that that particular lounge benefit I know it doesn't suit everybody. You know, it's one of those things that you have to evaluate the benefit. But that that particular benefit was huge. Overall, again, I, I look at all these benefits that I added up between the casino status, between the miles earned on some of these stays that I did. I did a mattress run over at the Excalibur and I earned Hyatt Nights, Hyatt Points. And then I was able to access the pools. So I accessed the MGM Grand Pool as well as the Lazy River, which my son was enthusiastic about. He loves that kind of thing. He's not big about slides like my daughter, but you know, he doesn't like to go underwater. But he'll he'll lounge around the pool. He'll he'll go around the lazy river. We went around probably half a dozen to a dozen times and it's, you know, 10 minutes a pop going around that thing. I took a hyperlapse. It took 45 seconds. And each second is like 12, 13 seconds going around. So it, it, it's a, it's a long time around, but it's a fun thing. I mean, for 38 bucks for three days, yeah, no we kidding. had access to MGM grand pools, earned high at night. You know, I actually had some free casino comp ga gambling in my account too, but wasn't able to take advantage of any of that. And I'm not going to do that with him around or, or try to sneak out on him yeah. and leave him in the room. So he's. Anywhere we were, he was with me. I stayed with him throughout the whole thing. He had a blast. It was really an enjoyable trip. It taught me a lot about him, you know, being I've never had that much time with just him and me. So we had four and a half days of him and me and my daughter and wife got four and a half days all to themselves without us to, to worry about. So they got to do some things that they wouldn't have normally done. And this is again where this whole thing comes together because I think we threw most of this stuff together about two weeks out or less. So some of these flights I booked a few hours out. So, oh gosh. You know, it's just amazing that you're able to do this. And then when, when it's not something that you want to do, you can cancel it, you get it refunded, and it's no major cash out of pocket. So huge flexibility. That's awesome. Are you guys going to do other more of these? Because you've done daddy-daughter trips before. You just did yes. one of those a couple of weeks ago. Yep. So are you guys going to do this again? Yeah, we were trying to figure it out. He said he'd like, like to do that. And I and after this trip, I have no hesitation. You know, I, I we were very, my wife was like super nervous about it. And I was, I won't say I was super nervous, but I was a little bit anxious about it as well. Because again, we'd never spent just that much time. He's very attached to his mom and he didn't have that shoulder to, yeah. to hang on so it was like it was me or nothing yeah. and uh we did we did great and we talked about it but we can't figure out quite what it is because he really something about las vegas he wanted to do that but we don't have something in mind for the next time okay have to think about that find something fun different so i think that wraps up our tips and tricks just talking about all of the different opportunities you have there with whether it be status matching whether it be credit card perks things like that let's jump into the tip of the day and 
we've had a few too many of these oh. recently. So we want to make sure that members know our DMs are open. Yes. We will definitely accept DMs from you if you have an issue where you're trying to find a card, you're looking to apply for a new card. There are too many cards that are sound like they're the right card, but they may not be. So you want to tell us more, Angie? Oh my gosh. So we've had a couple of people recently, you know, we keep stressing the chasing business preferred card because there's also a chasing business plus card, which you can't get anymore, but there's also a chasing business premier card. Problem is the premier card is a straight up cash back card. It does not earn ultimate rewards, but premier preferred plus sounds the same. So we've had people that applied, they were all excited only to realize, or we actually had somebody who applied for the unlimited, all excited only to find out that they can't transfer those points to partners. You can only transfer your points with Chase if you have a Sapphire Preferred Reserve or an Ink Business Preferred. So I know of two people who accidentally got that Chase Ink Business Premier, and one person has been doing this for a really long time. She just accidentally did it. And she's like, oh, yeah. what the heck did I do? And it's not, it's a bad offer. I mean, it's a thousand dollars cash back. So it is. They, but you just have to make sure that you know what you're applying for. Ask us if, if you have any thought that, hey, there's too many Marriott cards or there's too many Hilton cards or there's too many Chase cards or there's too many different Amex cards. And, and you're wondering which cards should I apply for? Send us a message, send Angie a message, send me a message, send Allison a message. We're here to help you make sure that you're finding the card that works for you. And if you were thinking, hey, I'm going to get this new card with flexible points that I can transfer to a partner and, and book that next Hilton property or book that A&A round the world trip or book that Hyatt property that you always wanted to book, a cashback card is not going to do it. If it's the Inc. Premier, right? Because those ultimate rewards, they do earn ultimate rewards, but they, the problem is all of Chase's cards earn ultimate rewards. Only some of them are able to be used as points. And the Inc. Unlimited and Inc. Cash can be combined when you have those three cards that you mentioned earlier. Yep. Where can everyone find us, Angie? Uh, so you can find us on Facebook in the Award Travel 101 community. We are 98,000 plus members now. We're there all the time. Yes, it's it's been quite the process. We're, we're quickly closing in on 100,000 members. And we want to invite any of you interested, want to look at earning more points or getting into advanced strategies, inviting you to our, our Award Travel 201 community, which is a paid membership. It's $89.99 annually. And you're welcome to check that out. It does come with Award Wallet Plus. Um, you can book time with our team to discuss how to better your earning and burning strategies. Check out the Award Travel One on-one consulting service. And if you're looking for that next card and you feel like email is the better way to reach out to us, hit us up at contactawardtravel at gmail.com. And finally, if learning in person is more your style, check out our next meetup. Unfortunately, Minneapolis is sold out. We have had quite a few people recently, you know, and we knew this would happen two weeks out saying, ah, I'm not going to be able to make it. 
but we had a sizable wait list. So we are going down the wait list and people are pretty excited about being able to get their ticket at this point. But we have announced the date for our spring meetup. It's going to be the last weekend in April and we will be announcing in Minneapolis where that location is. So stay tuned for more, more details. And it, finally, if you're looking to support the Award Travel 101 Facebook group or podcast with your next credit card, check out the link I provide in the show notes. And we thank you for joining us. Have a great one. Take care. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye.